podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 34, and today we are going to talk about defensive principles, nine defensive keys, and then at the end here, I think we're going to go through some real quick know-your-nose here. So, we're going to start the defensive possession from the time we release the ball on offense, and hopefully we're releasing it by shooting a shot rather than throwing it in the fourth row and knocking out uh, Mrs. Smith with the popcorn in her hand or something like that. So, key number one is transition and communication, okay? Whether you're sprinting back into man-to-man or a zone or you're pressuring, get into your transition. What are you doing? And here's some things to consider. What are you doing in your defensive transition? Are you uh, doing what we call smother deny uh, and, and sending five to the glass? Are you going NBA transition where you're sending one and a half, two people to the glass, sending two or three people back? Or are you just clearing out and sending all five back, what I call Princeton transition, where we're just we're not even going to try and get the offensive board. We're going to get back. Are you going to pressure? What's your pressure principle is going to be? Uh, but the biggest thing you need to do is you need to stop the ball, and you need to do your best to make your opponent go against five-on-five five in the half court. So that is number one on your list of priorities. You are going to transition in a high school game on average, depending on what tempo you're playing at, somewhere between 45 and 70 times a game. So you have to have a transition plan in place. Second thing is positioning. You've got to get in front of the ball. It's got to be ball. It's got to be you. And then it's got to be the basket. And you've got to get in position first. You've got to get in position on the ball, which leads you to the third thing, which is what type of ball pressure are you going to have? Are you going to have really tight ball pressure? Are you going to have pack line? Are you going to uh, meet it out to the three-point line and then get a token hand up on a shot? Uh, Your your level uh, of pressure that you're going to have is going to be highly dependent on your athleticism and your quickness and also your depth. Uh, Where are you going to force the ball is where you need to think about with your ball pressure. Are you going to play it straight up? Are you going to force it to the middle and have your help come from the middle? Are you going to force it baseline, sideline? In your zones, same type of questions that you need to uh, ask yourself. So that's number three, is is your ball pressure, and you got to decide what your level of ball pressure is going to be. Number four, jumping to the ball, or what we're going to call loading to the ball. Load up to the ball. Where is your help going to be? How much are you going to commit to help? What, uh, you know, how quickly are you going to rotate? And we're going to talk about that here with number five, kind of four and five work together here. Jumping to the ball or loading to the ball and what your principle is going to be there. And then number five, how quickly are you going to rotate? At what points are you going to instruct your team to jump into help? Are you going to stunt into help? Where do you want to funnel the basketball to? And where does the help need to be there what, uh, at that funnel point? So all of these things you need to talk about with your team. And again, a lot of that has to deal with your depth and your athleticism. Number six, you need to figure out how you're going to play in the post area. Now, there is a de-emphasis on traditional post play, but it's still going to be out there. And you have to figure that out. There's still going to be teams, high school teams, that are going to play to their strength. And if they have a good post player, you still have to anticipate that you are going to 
figure out how you're going to play that post consistently. Are you going to play full behind? Are you going to play three-quarter top side, three-quarter bottom side? Are you going to full front? Are you going to double down on the post? Uh, and, and I've done it all different ways. When I went 6-1-6-2 or 6-1-6-3, we played a lot of full behind and walled up so we could stay at home with shooters. Or we, we would go full behind and we would double down hard. Or if we were a little bit shorter, we'd go full front and get big help from the backside to try to pinch that off. You've got to figure out how you're going to play in the post area. Along with that post area, you need to figure out, uh, and I think post play is plays into this, how are you going to play in the more modern game? How are you going to play pick and roll? And how are you going to play dribble handoff? And I think that plays into your post, because more often than not, especially at the high school level, your ball screens and interactions, your dribble handoffs, are going to involve post players. So how are you going to play that? Okay. Number seven, what are you going to do on reversals? How are you going to play your gaps? Are you, uh, are you going to really get up on the line and deny that and give up back door? Are you going to play it a little bit more conservatively? You're going to stay underneath, allow reversals. Are you going to, uh, when you hear a dead call, are you going to get out and full deny everywhere the ball goes? Those are things that you need to think about. Uh, number eight, and we talked a little bit about this with number six, uh, are you going to double the ball? How are you going to double the ball? If you're going to choose to trap in the half court, where are you going to do it? What's going to be your calls there? Could you trap the first pass after the ball is entered? Uh, can you run what we call a dork trap, uh, where we would just come right out on the ball handler without them giving it up to force the ball out of a great point guard's hands? Uh, and, and out of those situations, it's going to be a bit of a scramble, so you've got to work on loading to the ball, rotating out of your traps. Uh, have your kids really work on, that's a great time because people are going to see that open gap going to the basket, work on rotating, stepping in, and taking a charge in those situations. And then number nine, of course, you've got to block out and you've got to get an outlet. Uh, I have gone away from taking 5, 10, 15 minutes a day on just rebounding drills. What my philosophy has evolved into, we're going to rebound every drill. We're going to emphasize rebounding every single drill that we can to be more efficient with our practice time. If we can, if we can rebound every drill and emphasize rebounding every drill, that, le- that frees up 5, 10, 15 minutes a day that we can work on ball handling passing, shooting, the skill work and skill level stuff that is becoming more and more prevalent in the game. And then, of course, once you get that rebound, then you're into offensive transition. And that's another topic for another day. So the nine key defensive rules are things to think about, the stages. Your transition and communication, how are you going to handle your defensive transition? Getting into position, making sure you're stopping the ball. Third thing is ball pressure. What level of your uh, what is going to be your level of ball pressure? Your fourth thing is jumping to the ball, loading to the ball, and getting in good position. And how much do you want your players to jump to the basketball? Number five, your help and recovery. How soon do you want to jump to help? Where do you want to funnel that to? Number six, how are you going to play the post play, both in the perimeter and in the traditional post area? Number seven is your reversal philosophy. 
gaps, stunting, or I'm sorry, stunt should go with uh, jumping to the ball, quick help, and early recovery. Uh, you know, are you going to get into gaps? Are you going to really fully deny? Uh, are you going to allow reversals there for number seven? Number eight is you're doubling down on the post and doubling the ball, and where do you want your traps to be at if you so choose to trap and get the ball out of certain kids' hands? And number nine, of course, is to block out an outlet and your rebounding philosophy. Then you've got to decide, and, and, I, and, and this is kind of a Dick Bennett thing, you've got to know your no's. And, and we have uh, five no's, all right? Five no's that we use with our uh, know your no's. Okay, number one, we're not going to allow middle drive. We don't want the ball in the middle of the floor. We want to keep the ball out of the middle third of the floor. Second thing, no paint touches. We want to keep the ball out of the paint. If we keep the ball out of the middle and we keep the ball out of the paint, we've got a great chance to win. Third no is no second shots. Win the first shot. Win the first shot on a consistent basis. Studies of, of the game have shown that teams score 30% on the first shot in a five-on-five -five situation. They score 50% of the time on second shots, and they score 80% of the time when they get three shots or more in a possession. Fourth no is no fouls. As Rick Pitino says, fouling negates hustle. And so we want to keep people off of the free throw line. And the fifth no is... K-N-O-W, know your scout, okay? Know your scout. Who are our shooters? Who are our drivers? Who are our posts? Who's our dorks? Who are we not going to guard? So forth and so on. And so those, those are the five no's. No middle drive, no paint, no second shots, no fouls, and know your scout. So those are the five things that we want our kids to know when it comes to our half-court defense of what we're going to have in the next competition, okay? So... Some ideas on, on, on defensive keys and defensive philosophy here today on Foundation Friday number 34. Obviously, you're listening to this. You're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Be sure to like, rate, review, forward this podcast out to like-minded people. Uh, it's, it's all about helping other coaches get better. Email us, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Uh, suggestions, ideas, thoughts, all of that good stuff. Uh, let us know there. Uh, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. Try to put out daily stuff on Twitter, uh, things to think about, different drills, ideas, all sorts of things on the Twitter feed there. So follow us, a pen and a napkin on Twitter. This has been Foundation Friday number 34. Coaches, as always, pray for peace, stay safe, and be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.